One, two, three, and four, five, six. And my coffee's seven, not ready, and seven. I don't care. It was right in the middle of the counting uh, song. I'm sorry. That seven, I was, I was eight, doing. nine. I don't want to do the counting song anymore. I don't want to One, do the two, counting song. Three. This is hankering back to the old days of Welcome to the Podcast, where we would wake up early in the morning and not say anything to each other until we press the record button. And record button. Yes. And that's what we've done today for you to recreate a throwback environment. This throwback environment, of course, brought to you absolutely free by the following people who pledge to our Patreon. Patreon. Which puts food um, in our mouth or wherever we decide to put food. In our mouths. Matthew J. Palka, Felicia Schimbr. <laughs> Dan Cock, Brad Cover, Jamie Gardner. Okay, those people, they're all here. Yeah. Matthew Godman, Aaron Mull, Ebony Tweedley, Stephen G. Okay, those those people, they're all they're yeah. all part of it. Brian Hammond, Adrian Crovetto, Megan Harmon, and Eric McIntyre. They're all there. All the whole gang's here. You guys, thanks so much. And they all they all spend a little bit of their money to make sure that this show stays free for everyone. Not to mention our boy D Taste. Digitally, Digitally tasty. tasty. I think it's pronounced Digitally Tasty Tasty. For being our number one sponsor. Number one supporter. Bam, 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 bam. Also, we have uh, one last tier to the Patreon. Uh, the the silent tier to the Patreon. Because we communicate with them via snail mail. Yeah. Write them letters, send them stuff. It's been real fun. I was writing letters the, the last week at work. I'm going to do it as soon as you leave me to go to work today. Because you're selfish and I'm not. I'm not selfish. I made. I got up this morning and I made us coffee. Thank you. We had a weird night last night. So we're, we apologize that this is a day late. That's okay. We we got busy I'm yesterday. For everybody. Yeah, we got busy yesterday, <laughs> and it just wasn't happening for us. So we passed out. Can I say this though? A lot of, um, a lot of podcast co-hosts mm-hmm. can't say this, but I had a great time making out with you last night. <laughs> Dude, okay. I, I like to I like to take what makes this show different and elevate it to a level that's really gonna st- start us on our path to stardom. Okay, so we get to thank make you. Out. I enjoy I enjoy making out with you too. Yeah, you do. Because um, I'm great at it. Ugh. You can tell them. Stop. Go ahead and say it. Just stop. Rusty Clinton. Uh, here's here's what we did yesterday. We asked you guys. For questions, because it's been a long time since we... This is a throwback episode, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we've done questions. Yeah. Been a long time since we played Super Fight. Mm-hmm. Might as well get that going again. Not this episode. But this episode will be entirely dedicated to answering... Questions. all the questions we got yesterday. Questions. I, um, I pulled up Mike's... Um, 
Mike's Q&A because I only got three questions. Oh, no one sent Zoya questions. No one sent me questions. That's okay. And I still love you all very much. Can I shout out your tweeters? Sure. It's WW Coffee Girl if you want to send Zoya questions ever again. Watch me get flooded now. Yeah, hopefully. Which would be fine. Who knows for sure. Um, I just think that, you know, people know you more than they know me. That's and not that's, necessarily true. And that's fine. Not in the real world. Well, you, you got know. all those hair clients. Yeah, that's a different story. I'm not the Which one can over I here say, rubbing shoulders with Ben Folds. Oh, my God. He's the nicest guy in the world. Oh, that's, none of my... You look at you name dropping. None of my... <laughs> None of my my receptionists know who he is, and it makes me so sad. Are they young and small? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, Combacks asks Mike. Uh, hold on. First of all, are we just going right into it? I thought we were. My yeah, but you're not done. even reading from the right. That's not even the first question. I will answer. 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 That's handsomely answer questions. I will be answering questions. No. See. You don't even know where it's at. Is that what you're looking at right now? Yeah. Why are? Why do you? Because have this is here, and this is what I did here, and that's how that came up. You know what? You're being a little so, sassafras right m- now. Mike, Maybe I'll. I'll. You're. <sighs> anyway, Combacks asks accomplish accomplishments. That you're most proud of. We no wonder we okay. are way awake when we do this. Now. Accomplishments. Uh, what accomplishments? Stuff, stuff. What accomplishments do you admire um, for yourself? I have to say, moving out here was probably one of my greatest accomplishments. Accom- wow. Woof. Uh, accomplishments. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like that for a while there, I was just, especially when we first moved out here, it was just so hard, and I hated everything. Yeah. You know, and like... Oh, I know. Finally, like, coming up and being able to, you know, find a job that I actually like, and do a lot of fun things with that job and find a cool side piece so you don't have to put up with me all the time right the side piece is just an added bonus but um you know like just making it work out here for me because for about a year and a half it wasn't working yeah and i was and mike mike is probably one of my greatest accomplishments i'm not a you ain't conquered me That's what he thinks. My coffee's done. Our coffee is done. Ours. Can you get me some? I can. Let us know what your your accomplishment is. What are you saying? Um, There are lots of things that I'm proud of. And uh, sometimes it's hard for me to tell the line uh, from what is... Uh, just being proud of something and what is bragging so I'm going to try not to go down a list but um, actually if you'd follow me on Instagram thank you very much you're very welcome uh, there um, the blog YouTube Trends just wrote some really nice stuff about me sometimes people will mention me in an article or something that I've done and mm-hmm. bring up things that I have forgotten that I've done mm-hmm. 
which is very nice. And it's nice to be, you spilled coffee all over me. You brought the coffee all the way over here to spill it on me on purpose. I didn't spill it on you. I didn't even touch you. I spilt it on myself. Yeah, but your hand grazed me while you were spilling coffee on yourself. No, it was so the cup selfish. that grazed him, and that's what made everything spill all over me. Such a good time making out with you last night. <laughs> we're being honest. You're making me feel shy. Um, don't. You gotta flaunt it. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. It was... Somebody put in writing, Carly Lanning wrote the article, and she was like, Mike Falzone wrote books before every YouTuber wrote a book, and that yeah. was nice to read. Yeah. And... Because um, it's the truth. I don't think that's... I think John Green wrote a billion books before. Well... Also, nothing in my book is spelled correctly, so <laughs> I think all of them win for editing. <laughs> but it was nice to have that idea... And to be able to do it and not really... The only people who who did that were, like, me. I had a real small team of people helping me. I had me and my friend Anne and my friend uh, Craig and my friend Shandy. All just, like, bouncing ideas off of them and stuff like that. And then uh, Kickstarter people. Everything mm-hmm. that contributed to the Kickstarter. And that was awesome. And that, like, reached its goal overnight, and I had never done a Kickstarter before that, and that was a cool thing. Yeah. And that was years ago by this point. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean... Time for another one, right? mm -hmm. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Getting married is what it should call... If I do another book, it's going to be a coloring book. That's... That would be an awesome idea. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um... Joanna Bauer asks... Hey, Joanna. So good to hear from you. How are you? She's great. She wants to know, what's your favorite Mick Foley alter ego? Oh, man. I don't know. I... It makes me sad to say Mankind, because I think that he hated Mankind, but he did so... That was the most memorable for Mm -hmm. me, because that's when he provided me personally with the craziest memories i enjoy him him. like i enjoy him thoroughly yeah i I, like you just said i I just like him yeah um but i like him now like as a stand-up comedian and all of that like that's it's crazy to see like how he's come from you know mankind to Mm -hmm. this funny motherfucker that just sits there you know and yeah his kid's a great drummer yeah yeah and his uh, his other daughter is what I would refer to as a knockout. Mm. And I'm excited to see what she does with the rest of her life. I'm excited to see if he knocks anybody's teeth out. Over her. her? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jamie. I wonder, dude, he, if you have a ridiculously pretty daughter on the internet and you're very active on the internet mm-hmm. and you get to see, he probably chooses not to read a lot of the things. Well, get ready if we ever have a daughter. Yeah. She's going to be adorable. I know that she's going to be very pretty um, because of, like, I look at my face. Right. And if she looks anything like me, huge nose, bushy eyebrows, (laughs) gigantic beard, she's going to be sought after. She's going to get it from her mama. Hey. Yeah. She's going to get the, hopefully she gets her nose. Yeah. What's the next yeah. question? Uh, Jamie Lawrence Brown wants to know, what kinds of food are in your fridge right now? Jamie Lawrence Brown reminds me instantly of um, 
Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> that kind of a name scheme. What was the question? Uh, what kinds of food are in the fridge? Oh, God. We've got peanut butter in there right now, apples. It's very, it's very scarce, you guys, right now. I haven't gone grocery shopping. I think there's one brick of in seven a- years. <laughs> we haven't gone shopping in so long. I think there's one brick of a um, candy bar left. There could be. There's I, half a Nutella cookie. Uh huh. Which will be gone instantly as soon as you leave. That's fine. Um, what else do we have in there? Peanut butter. We've got like some condiments, some ketchup and we mustard. We keep our condoms and- in the fridge. Oh my god. Um, um, there are several ice cubes. There's in bags. some ice cream in the freezer. Ice cream that Mike did not like that and I have it yet was tried. Not good. There was a. Uh, also, my prized possession is the last. Um, I'm gonna say two milliliters of Frank's Red Hot Sauce that's been there for months and months. Yeah, I because can't. I bought like the quality size, the the quantity. The quality the f- size. The family size. The quality is in the taste. Okay, any size. And Frank's has Red Hot sucks. Okay. Ugh. Next question, so we don't break on the air. Yeah. There's also a couple beers in there. Yeah, from um, Alex Harris. <laughs> Taylor May. No, there's... I bought beer in Atlanta not too long ago. You bought beer the other day. Um, Taylor May asks... Listen, what are your plans in front of the for people. For life... Five years ago. What were... What were your plans? <sighs> five years ago, we had kind of just met. Right? Yeah. No, just about. Dating. No, well. And I was like, we were listen, just meeting, I'm going to give this girl the runaround for the rest of my life. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> now, five years ago, we were probably just about to meet. I was just getting back from Switzerland. Was I in Boston? Not yet. Um, I was. I was really wanting to move to Boston. Yeah. At some point. Um. Well, at this point, because I, I met you in July, yeah, so I hadn't even met you, and I just got had gotten back from Switzerland. Yeah. And, um... I'm going to fact check some stuff. Go ahead. What did I see myself five years ago? What were my plans? You were in Switzerland I was just, buying wooden shoes, yeah. and you were like, this is it. No. I, um... Do they have wooden shoes in Switzerland? No, I was just working. I didn't really have, like, I was single. I was oh. cute as fuck. What do you mean, were cute as fuck? I am cute as fuck. You're still fine. Um, was it I definitely didn't have. Five years ago? Uh, yeah. Kind of? No, five years ago would have been 2010. Yeah. It's there you go. Um, I met you in July of 2011. Yeah, man. Just doing YouTube stuff, living life. I didn't really, yeah, I was just working all the time. Date my friends, chicks. My friends were getting ready to open up a, open up a, a bar Yeah. Um, that I was going to start working at yeah. part-time. My girlfriends were trying to get me to go see Mike Falzone's show. Yeah. And I was preparing for the show. Yeah. I have probably a lot of, not a lot of panic, but... Very much into YouTube stuff mm-hmm. and writing music and coming out with stuff. 
putting a book together, probably. That kind of thing. Yeah. Next question. Um, I don't know long term though. I never really think long term shit. The only long term thing that I've thought of was getting married to this man. Yeah. Hey, we've been thinking long term now because we don't want to die. Right. You know. And now it's just trying to figure out how not to die. No, now it's a uh, it's a process of figuring out like, are we gonna buy a home? Are we gonna, you know, that's that's five year plan from now, I guess. Yeah. Um, macaroni, <coughs> Marconi. This is he's a good guy. Which, I've spoken to this man. Which do you prefer, bean pleasures, <laughs> crab, crab dorks. dorks, clump of turkey, clumps of turkey, several. Uh, shitty chicken <laughs> or the shirtless Moby Dick platter? Dude, so good. That, of course, references to the FUDS episode of Table Talk I did mm-hmm. with the Dream Table Talk team of Steve Zaragoza and Chloe Dextra. Okay. I like all the wets. Uh, <laughs> all the flavored wets. Bean Pleasures is... They're all great. Thank you for your question. I'm not a fan of crab dorks. You don't like the crab dorks? Uh-uh. You know dork is like a... It's, it's a English for dick. Uh, penis. Sure. Taylor May asks, How much wedding planning slash wedding will be... Will you be sharing? Ooh. With the internet? Yeah. Probably not much. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's real... Real in- intimate. Yeah, that's a, our thing. Yeah. Um, it's important for the youngins to know that that just because people are on the internet mm-hmm. doesn't mean that their whole deal is on the internet. Right. And that's fine. It's obviously nice of you to ask. And thank you for your interest. Right. But I mean, it's like, think about the shit that you do in your life. You just put the stuff on the internet that you could stand everybody's comments on. Right. Or choose to not care. Right. And then there's stuff, especially, I mean... my See, the thing is, is that I don't come from an internet background. Well, no one comes and, from an well, internet background. We're fucking... I I don't I don't post a lot not even like on my social media ever you know there are certain things that I just like to keep private and she posts a lot of stuff on our physical wall at at our house instead of Facebook walls and right. Twitter feeds she'll just write with crayon on the wall right I'm like that's what we have internet for no I like the wall better and whenever she doesn't know something she looks it up in Encyclopedia Britannica yeah um, we have three. But my mom, my mom has always been real private, so I don't, I don't think I'll be sharing too much of like wedding stuff. I mean, there will obviously be pictures and whatever, but we didn't even as far as me, we got engaged until like two weeks after. It I know it was, uh, yeah, we Thank waited you. a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are certain things that I like to keep private and intimate for that reason. Yeah. Speaking so. of which, I had a great time making out with you last time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rusty Clayton asks. Rusty Clanton is Clanton. his name. I, wa- I always call him Clayton. That's because of me. That's because I fucked up my friend's name for Clanton. a year straight. 
Rusty Clanton. Before Rusty, I'm so sorry. But I'll be seeing you this weekend. I don't know if him and Tessa are around this week <gasps> when we go back to Nashville. For Summer Nights Nashville. Pop out. Good. Oh, that's kind of sad. effects. I'm going to have to tweet at him. Tweet at him. Yeah, maybe say his I don't name have right. Rusty Clanton. All right. Uh, Mo Folk, Folk, Folksenberg. What? Mo Folksenberg asks. Why didn't you read Rusty Clanton's? When you come back is what I said. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. We just answered it. This weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, dude, I just woke up. How do you follow through with something that your family doesn't support? My family has always supported everything that I've done. And because they're amazing like that. So I'm not sure if I could speak to your situation. I can. Go ahead. Uh, sometimes you have to live your own life. Um, as long as you're not doing something that's going to harm you in the long run. Like, uh... Smoking. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, if you're trying to chase a dream or whatever, you follow that dream and, and you do everything to make that happen. Um, it, whether they support you or not. If there's, again, if there's something that's going to put you in harm's way, stay the, stay the fuck away from it. But sometimes you just have to, to do it because there's no one that you have to prove it to more than yourself. Mm-hmm. And learn from your mistakes while you're doing it. Because if you're going to choose a path where you don't have a lot of backup, all the you can't go back and blame other people for that. Like right. You choose your choices, which means that you assume responsibility for the shit that, that goes right and goes wrong. Yeah, and absolutely. And you learn from the shit that goes wrong, and hopefully you go back and everyone's proud of you when you're doing all right. Right, right. Hopefully they're proud of you when you're not doing all right, and they always have your back. But if that's not the case... Right. You go do your shit, and then you be real adults about it. Right. Don't be afraid of being an adult, because being an adult is dope. Yeah. The older you are, the more you find out that being a kid is annoying and unproductive. The only thing <coughs> that, that, that makes me mad is that uh, youth is wasted on children. Hey, that's so deep. It's true, though. But, I mean, I love being older. I love... I've always said, like, I can't wait to be 60. Yeah. I'm going to be the coolest... I can't coolest wait to be 60 either. White so I can hair finally lady. make out with a 60-year-old chick. Uh, uh, Chisholm uh, Oka. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, different questions. Are we looking at the same internet? Are you guys still do doing the whole working out thing? If so, how's it going? I walk and do that skateboard mess er day. Yeah, we walk a lot. Um, we haven't been getting up super early and doing like the full on body workouts and whatever. Yeah, with Annie. Um, I miss doing that, and I need to get my ass back on uh, on the ball. I've been doing yogat. Mike's been doing it, which is every once in a while I'll do it with him too. But I need like super super motivation. I I don't know. I'm terrible. It's either all or nothing with me. It got real expensive. Yeah. For us, and that was even with Annie giving us like a super a huge duper deal discount. Yeah. <laughs> but like with our line of work, it's like neither of us have 
um, obviously nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have work that fluctuates with the the times. So right. it's like you gotta do what you could afford. Uh, although for exercise, it's not really an excuse because it's something that you always have to go and do for yourself. Which right. is why I try to get um, out and like skateboard several miles a day or walk. Several yeah, miles Mike's a day. in great Mike's in great shape right now. Tell I mean, how many abs I have? Mike's got like go three, um, two and a half. But, um, working on rounding out that third app, like even for me, you know, I've been working six day work weeks and it's been a lot lately and I have a lot of things going on and I have weddings and trying to get out and trying to do stuff. You know, it's, it's sounds like you're trying to, trying to make excuses. I am right trying to make excuses and I should stop. You're absolutely right. What's the next question? Uh, Hamsa asks, <laughs> Ham sandwich? Hamsa. H-A-M-S-A. Okay. Asks, does using Axe body spray make you a douche? (laughs) It all depends on how you do it. You know what? Probably, yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) I used to wear Axe body spray. If you smell Axe on someone, that just means that that person decided to spend six, seven bucks instead of in lieu of showering. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just stuff you spray on yourself to cover up the fact that you didn't have enough respect for yourself to shower at that particular moment. Well, no, I don't think that that's necessary. That's how I used to use it. Well, you are also... I haven't... He, okay, well, here's the, the adverse side of this. Ever since I started sh- showering on the regular and taking pride in being clean, I haven't even considered buying Axe Body Spray. Okay. I use deodorant and I use the cleansing power of showers <laughs> and shampoo, conditioner, knockout collabo. Yeah. Shampoo and conditioner is the red man and method man of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. We need to play them at our wedding. No, 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 We could probably get red man for our wedding yeah, if we're being honest. Uh, Skylar asks fave childhood smell. Oh, wow. It's got to be like Moonlight Path by Bath and Body Works. That was my jam. Oh, I was going to go with like super sentimental, not man-made bullshit. Oh, but I've also, I used to eat dirt as a kid, so. Oh, so you're. So the smell of the earth makes me happy. The smell of the earth makes you hungry. (laughs) Eating dirt. (laughs) Full circle. I love how it shows up on more podcasts than it does. <laughs> I want to go on other people's podcasts from now on and talk about you eating Let's dirt. Let's make that happen. I'd like to be on SourceFed's podcast. Make that happen. Okay. If, think, if they have one about consuming the earth. I think me and the guys would have a blast. Yeah, And the girls. And the girls. You should meet Maud because Maud is lovely. Okay. Maud's the Australian chick. Mm-hmm. And I met her for the first time, my last time at SourceFed, and she's fucking hilarious. I would love to be on SourceFed. Yeah. They would all love... They all talk about you. Randall loves you. Yeah. Chloe and Whitney talked about you last time. I feel bad because I don't really know anyone except for the guys. you watch the internet, I know. I really don't. Here's what you do. You get up in the morning and you watch several videos about pets at scaring kids and yeah. then you watch somebody dance and then you watch like indian pole dancing and then you go back to sleep for a little while then you wake up in a panic because you're late for work and <laughs> my smell is cut grass 
Oh, yeah. That's a good smell. That's even today when they come by and they cut the grass, I'm like, I got to get my skateboard. I got to go outside. Yeah. Because it's playtime. I got to yeah. run through sprinklers and shit like yeah. that. Get all itchy. That's a good smell. Summertime. The beach. Is yeah. the funner time. Yeah. Summertime. I like it. Summertime. Summer, is summer, the funner time. summertime. Yeah. Yes. Next question summertime. for you and me. Rob May asks. What people or practices help sustain you to continue making YouTube content? What? <laughs> what people or practices help you sustain you to mm-hmm. continue on making YouTube content? I I don't know. What people? Yeah. What people um, or practices? I don't... I just like making videos twice a week i like staying on uh on a schedule i like knowing that i have something coming out every tuesday and friday Mm -hmm. and um i like doing it for everyone who watches anytime there are numbers under my video i'm a little bit astounded Mm -hmm. that people watch and it's funny to see people a lot of people come and go in waves like i was uh I was talking to Darren about it the other day. He was like, "Why don't you make those walk and talk videos anymore?" And I'm like, "I will when I when I feel it." But it hasn't. I, I'm not in the same place physically or mentally. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it doesn't mean I don't talk about the same shit. It doesn't mean I I don't try to make the stuff that I make uh, helpful to other people because I absolutely. That's part of the thought process every time I put something on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's like, is this helpful to someone or will this like brighten someone's day? And the mm-hmm. answer by the time it goes up is always hopefully. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I just make different stuff. Now, I don't always want to make the same stuff forever. And you see people coming. Like, there were totally a lot of people who just came for those. Mm-hmm. And then there were a lot of people who were with it before that who are still with it now right and then there's a lot of people coming for the kind of stuff i do now yeah which is it's just fascinating always and i i like doing it because people like watching it yeah i uh, I like doing it for myself right i have fun doing it mike is a, a creature of habit and structure and am i yeah i feel like no matter what you're always every Tuesday and every Friday and like that's your schedule and that's the way it goes and that's the way it happens and if anything comes in between that like it's it's very stressful for you. Yeah. So, I fell asleep on Friday. Yeah. Last Friday and my uh my video came out on Saturday. Nah. And but that was, that was like the first thing. time ever. Weird. Yeah. Ever. It was weird and then I put it up <laughs> like it wasn't a big deal to anyone but yeah. me. Yeah. Somebody was like, this is late. And I was like, oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Um, Aiden asks, what What are the best and worst experiences you've had while performing stand-up? Oh, man. Uh, best is pretty much every time that it, it I don't suck. <laughs> Even if it's just okay, it's the best. Mm-hmm. Because you're making people laugh live mm-hmm. instantly. And that's fucking so cool. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, a lot of the negative stuff comes 
when I take it way too seriously. And there was a time, um, like maybe a year and a half ago, where I went out to an open mic with Elliot Morgan, mm-hmm. and I started off a joke very timidly, which you don't do. And I uh, went to an open mic at the Improv on Melrose, which is a very famous um, stage, a very famous club. Mm-hmm. And I started out a joke by saying, uh, I don't know if this is funny, but um, here we go. And the host of the open mic from the back of the room was like, man, we'll tell you if it's funny. You just say it and we'll tell you if it's funny. And then mumbled something under his breath like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> and then I didn't do stand-up for like another five months after that. Hey, cocksucker. Hey, How about just let me do my thing? But I get There's so many fucking angry people at those open mics that, like, I get it. It's it's a shitty fucking situation to be in. And when people get up there and they're kind of timid, there's a... When you're trying to work out stuff, there is an element that's like, go to a different open mic because Mm -hmm. we're trying to work. Right. But there are way more people just trying to say stuff than trying to work. Right. I mean, I I can't I wouldn't be able to do it. I can't even. So I do this thing with Mike that whenever I go with him, whether it's a show or whether he's just going to do open mic, uh, and if he's slightly nervous or whatever, um, I'll try to work out my own jokes. Yeah, you do great. And you just they gotta start come up off. With hang lines. on, yeah, they start <laughs> off pretty good, and then they go nowhere, yeah. and. Uh, there's been a couple times where I just start talking and Mike's like, wait, are you trying, are you trying to work something out right now? Yeah. You're like, well, is that the salon? Cause you do your little, your cadence, right. your, your, what you think stand up comedians sound like. Right. I was at the salon the other day and this woman comes in and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. And now uh, I got a little hungry no. later. <laughs> that's about how good they go. Listen, um, we're like 33, 34 minutes in. Let's do a, a few rapid fires. All right. Matthew asks, I we I've realized that cooking fresh fruit is cheaper and better when living alone. What else should I know about living alone? Keep your toilet clean, keep your house clean, and your life is so much easier. You can poop if you wanted to with no clothes on. And then just get up, make sure you wipe your butt all nice, and then go sit on the couch. You can sleep naked all the time i had a friend sean back in the day Mm -hmm. uh and he once compared pooping naked with the door open when you're by yourself and then just going about the rest of your day that that was the closest that we came to being bears Mm -hmm. that just poop in the woods and that's real yeah Yeah. that is the real daniel where uh daniel where asks when you doubt your own ability to do something, how do you overcome that doubt? Ooh. I, um, okay, so I usually do this with stand-up when I get nervous. And this all went away, as you may or may not know, I was a, am, was, am a musician Is. for a million years. Mm-hmm. So, like, all stage fright, no matter if I was playing to three people or, you know, 1,500 people, Stage fright just went away after a while, but then starting this new endeavor kind of hardcore over the past five years with stand-up, it, like, is still very much here. And even when I'm at my most nervous and shaking and shit like that, the only thing 
somehow inexplicably it all i can't believe i got that whole word out Mm. it all goes away five minutes before i go on Mm -hmm. and i'm like like let me have these people always but way before that you see me i get all crazy nervous and the only thing that cools it down is doing it yeah sometimes you just got to do it and sometimes you're going to be real nervous and you're going to do it and you're going to fuck up but then you're probably not going to do the same shit twice because you're going to be like i'm not going to stand in my own way right want to do something that's what i was going to say just kind of throw yourself into it and and you in order to overcome something you have to actually physically do it don't you can't what's what's the thing don't be afraid to fuck up but don't expect it right that's yeah that's probably yeah that's it um i just i've always been nervous to do things and try new things and whatever and i feel like going back to like your family not supporting or your family holding you back not that my family has ever done that per se Mm -hmm. but like you know you tend to get in your own head and your family wants to see you succeed and do things more so than you actually realize Mm. so I mean, get out there and do whatever it is. Hate is going to hate. Yeah. Let him. Barking, barking. Yeah. Joshua Fletcher asks, this is probably very late, but turn down for what? Follow-up question. How is something from 2013 so old? <sighs> that news cycle. Mm-hmm. That fast news cycle. Turn down for what? And my next song is going to be... Whoop, there it is. Thought you knew. Shaka laka, shaka laka. No one knows what that song is. Whoop, shaka laka, shaka. How is something from our life ancient? I'm saying, I I don't know, man. The thing about if somebody, if you walked out on the street right now, which I know you will at some point today, and look at a motherfucker in the eyes, look at a stranger in the eyes, and say, turn down for what? They'll be like, you're out of date. Yeah. But if you looked at them and you said, don't go chasing waterfalls. Right. Something about Fuji Law. <laughs> they wouldn't know what you're talking no, about. No, they would have no idea. That's the way that we rock when we do an ah ting. You guys. All right, one more. <sighs> do we have one more? No. Oh, well, great. We did it. Yeah. Do you want to say goodbye? Hey, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this week. We fucking love you. Yeah. If you're. And in I the- love this man. Kelly. Hey. We made out. Um, If you're in the California area, if you're in the area of California, me, Elliot, Morgan, and uh, Ross Everett have a stand-up show at Flappers in Burbank on Thursday night. I believe it's 9.30. The show is called Life is Beautiful. (laughs) You're crazy. That's funny. Um, And you can buy tickets either at the door, however it sold out last time, or you can go on, uh, I think it's flapperscomedy.com. Just look that shit up because Google is, exists yeah. and uh, there should be no more questions. <laughs> hey guys, thanks so much for listening. We also have a, a, a P.O. box at 4570 Van Nuys Boulevard and that's in Sherman Oaks, California, 91403. And the P.O. box number is 192. We just got a beautifully um, embroidered uh, saying that Mike said. Yeah. Sayings. That were embroidered. I said it's saying once, and now it's a bunch of strings. Yeah. Um, Good friend Aaron sent that over. 
That's pretty sweet. Thank you so much. She knitted a pillow for Rhett and Link that yeah. sits gingerly on their couch. You guys, you guys can find Mike's stuff at dftba.com, at dftba.com backslash Mike Falzone, maybe? I think it's just of. Falzone. Okay, Falzone. Just go on the Whatever. Google. Just, just look go, at it. Just go. Just Google. Just go. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. You guys will be in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend, and I'm so excited. It's my first time. Yeah. Uh, and You're, I can't I'm gonna wait to you full of hot form, chicken. I cannot wait to formally meet Olin Rogers' girlfriend. Yeah. She seems absolutely lovely. Rachel there's, Vaughn, I'm coming for there's you. There's no part of you that wants to meet Olin. Well, yeah, of course. He's been my crush for years. <laughs> you can't. That's the first thing you should to meet, say to Rachel. I have to meet her first. <laughs> I have to meet her first because if I, if I like, all of a sudden, like, just lay a, a, a wet smooch onto Olin's lips huh. in front of what both of you. What an awkward trip this is going to be. I know. Be. It's going to be kind of awkward. No, oh, I, well, would, I would never do I'll that. I'll get through it. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Peace the fuck out. Wow.